Hey y'all, welcome. Oh, welcome back. This is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. How y'all doing on this lovely Wednesday night? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is week 13. And like I mentioned last week, I didn't necessarily know what direction I wanted to go in because I thought I was going to drag out the apology language quiz a little longer than that or the information from that a little longer. But why waste time? <laughs> you know, I felt like I was able to kind of get out the information. And of course, I left the website in the video if you wanted to go take the quiz and, you know, see more uh, for yourself, you can do that. But I was like, I don't need to drag that out. So then I was like, hmm, what are we going to talk about this week? Because I didn't know where I wanted to go. And y'all know I've kind of been flowing or whatever, but I am going to go left field just a little bit. And I mean, it's going to kind of flow, but it's going to go a little left field because it's not necessarily completely correlated. But you know me, we going to make it. We, what we going to do, spin that thing. So it's going to seem correlated. But this week, I want to talk about, you know, that that amazing saying that, you know, men these days hate to hear a woman say out her mouth. And that's, I don't need a man, but I want a man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to talk about this topic for like since I started. And honestly, let's be real. I recorded an episode for this exact topic. The only thing is, is when I was going through and I was listening to it, I kind of was like, mm, I don't know if I really want to take it in that direction. Then my sister, she was like, oh, I want to get in on the conversation. But she never... She ain't never get in on the conversation. And I can't keep waiting on people to have a conversation. So I was like, let me revisit that topic. Let me think about how I want to present it to everybody. And then let me, you know, get my thoughts and everything together, get them in line, and then present it to y'all. Because I want to be able to talk my shit in an appropriate manner on that topic. Because it is definitely a topic that a lot of people talk about. Like, I think that it's it's one of the biggest things on the internet now. It's one of the most popular things for women to say. But it's, or they'll say black women, but who cares? But <laughs> it's one of the most popular things for women to say is like, I don't need a man, but I want a man. So I kind of just want to, you know, like I say, we like to go deep around here and I want to elaborate Maybe kind of give my perspective on where I think that that phrase comes from and kind of, you know, create a little conversation. I would say conversation like I'm talking to somebody, but just let y'all into my thoughts on the, the topic itself, because I do think it's very misunderstood. But I also think that if it's misunderstood, that's because whomever is saying it is not communicating it in an effective way for people to understand where they're coming from. So I'm going to kind of give you my perspective and see if I give you all a little bit more clarity on the phrase itself. Because honestly, I've battled with this phrase my own self, even in the what do you bring to the table episode where <laughs> if you checked it out, go listen, go watch, you know, plug. <laughs> But in that episode, I kind of battled with saying want versus needs. And it's because, like, this whole conversation has been such a eye-opener in that, like, saying you want somebody versus you need somebody is completely different and things of that nature. So I definitely battled in that episode. So I've had time to, like, think about it and go through my thoughts and you know, sort them out so that I could present them in the, the best way possible. So without further ado, <laughs> let's get started. <laughs> so what I did do, like the, the episode I recorded before was like go through the definitions of want versus need. Um, I'm not going to necessarily hold, like go through that again. Um, I'll give like my own summary. Let's just talk my shit. 
ain't gonna go look up nobody else's shit. I'm gonna talk about shit. So, um, so one, in my opinion, what would be, you know, whatever you desire, it's a desire, you know? <laughs> and then a need is something that's necessary for sustainability. So to sustain throughout life, you would need these things. So normally what you would consider a need would be food, water, maybe somewhere to lay your head at night or, you know, safety in general type of thing. Um, and then, of course, you may say clothes to not be indecent, but that's not necessarily a need in certain places. So I'd say your essentials would be food, water, shelter. And then, of course, you add on to other things as you go on throughout life or wherever you're situated in the different parts of the world. But necessities. <laughs> so the the phrase itself, you know, I don't need a man, but I want a man. I think it where it stems from, if we're being honest, is just from trauma that was passed down, right? So I think a lot of women are, and I was, I forgot what the, the actual name for it is called, but I was just looking at this post today where it was like, or was it yesterday? I don't know. Um, but it was like a lot of people get traumatized or have trauma or PTSD from other people's experiences. And I wish I had a name for it, but mm, who cares? But a lot of people get traumatized and can even develop PTSD from other people's experiences, not even necessarily the experiences that you go through yourself, which honestly, if you pay attention to anything today, a lot of people have a whole bunch of stories that ain't got shit to do with them, but they're so worried that it's gonna happen to them because they may have heard one of their best friends tell them the story of, they may have heard their family member tell them the story, or, you know, they heard the story from somebody that was close to them, so it made them feel some type of way. So they internalized the trauma, and now they're scared of that same thing. So, like, people are so scared to get cheated on, but then if you've never been cheated on, how are you scared to be cheated on? It's probably because you know somebody that was cheated on. So it's just like, I think that that quote originated from passed down traumas that you know, older people, <clears throat> excuse me, that older people would have gone through, say grandmas, great grandmas or whatever, would have gone through that somebody would have seen and then they internalized it and then moved on. So like the reason why I say like past traumas is because a lot of the reasons that people say that phrase is financial reasons. And people are quick to justify that, you know, that our great grandparents or grandparents or even further back, great, 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 greats. <laughs> the only reason why they stayed in relationships is due to financial reasons. It was because of, you know, women not being able to provide for themselves financially. So they stayed in the relationships because had they left out, they would kind of be out on the street. Like they had nowhere to go. It was stay and endure what you were going through or you were going to be out on the streets. So I think that that is like so much of the internalized trauma that was passed down is because maybe your grandma might have said like, you know, I stay here or even the, the staying for children thing. I think that low key too might be a lot of the reason why people run away from having children. Granted, in a black community, you might think people ain't running away from having children, but children, like the birth rate of children has definitely slowed down or like people are pushing it out further to where they're not having children as quickly. And I think it's because of that internalized trauma too that was passed down is like, you know, our ancestors or past generations saying like, I literally stayed just for children. Cause you know, when you put that type of pressure on the children being the reason why you stayed in a healthy situation, you know, anybody that you tell that to could possibly think like, dang, so, let me hold off on having children so that I don't have to stay somewhere where I'm unhappy just to 
you know, provide them with a two-parent environment. And I, I really don't think that, you know, our past generations thought about certain things when they were telling us it. I think they were just being honest and giving us their insight on things. But, you know, when people are easily influential and you can kind of skew their thought process, saying certain things isn't going to help necessarily. So I think a lot of the, the trauma that was associated with staying within a relationship was because they needed to stay there so that they could either be financially provided for or that the children would be in a two-parent household. The only problem with that is, is that if it was not a healthy environment, once you had those children and you stayed there and it was unhealthy, now you passed along tra other traumas along with, you know, whatever else you might have would have said or whatever. Like, just staying in a household and it's not healthy, there's no way to hide that that's not healthy. And I sometimes think that we forget that children are some of the smartest people on this planet Earth. <laughs> like, it's not really adults. <laughs> like, children are some of the smartest people on this planet Earth, and we really don't give them enough credit. So when you stay inside a relationship that's not healthy, they can sense that. Like, even if they don't necessarily know all of the ins and outs of what's going on, they can sense bad energy. They can pay attention. I think kids pay attention more than adults do sometimes. Like, they, they're little sponges, so they can soak up stuff. There's a reason why, you know, when a, a parent says, oh, your parent is trash or whatever the case may be, now when the child gets around that parent, it, it's weird energy. It's, they're soaking it up. Like, they don't even necessarily know what it means for a person to be trash, but they know the type of energy that mom is giving towards dad, so I got to match that energy, or vice, or it could be the opposite. You know that mom is giving dad a bad energy, well, you fuck with dad, so now you giving mom a terrible energy. So, it's weird, because, like, we try to, like, shelter them from so much, and it's like, they pay attention. Like, they know. So when you think they don't know, they know. So to stay within a household just for the children or stay within that household for any reason and you're not mentally okay, it, it's just going to pass down terrible shit. I find it funny that a lot of people say that the newer generation just came up with these ideas on their own and they're just losing it and I don't know where they got this shit from. It could be because y'all instilled, the past generations would have instilled something in these children that are making them rebel. Granted, we're natural rebellers. Like, you're not just going to tell people what to do and they're going to do it. I think that in a, in a when you tell people what to do they ha like they have the urge to break the rules like i'm gonna let y'all into a little secret they they give you speed limits but i don't follow them i wish they didn't tell me that i had to drive <laughs> 40 miles per hour then i might actually well nah i wouldn't drive 40 miles per hour on a good day but it's just like weird because like you're told that you can't do something and it's like, who not going to do that? So when you're going around telling children like you, you can't, oh, geez, y'all, where did my thought process go? Oh, I just blanked out. Oh, I don't like that. Give me a moment. <laughs> Y'all, this is the first time I lost my train thought. I don't like it. Okay, but I'm not going to cut, cut nothing out because, you know, we all have mistakes. And I had to teach you that you got to learn from mistakes. Where was I? But, um, something about learning from your mistakes. Nope. Rebelling. That's where I was. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. We're human. We lose train of thoughts. The only thing is, is you scoop back in and pick back up. But yeah, so we are natural rebellers. So it's like this generation is, they just didn't like what was going on in the past. 
But there was a reason why they didn't like what was going on in the past. Obviously, the environment around them did not feel appropriate enough to where they were like, oh, let's do what they were doing in the past. Like, something had to have felt wrong while you were in that household for somebody to get out here and be like, I don't need a man, but I want one, you know, type thing. Like, it, it would have had to have been like a terrible environment for them to be like, I don't need a man. And now they run around screaming it to the top of their lungs. So something in that household was not appropriate to where now all, a lot of women are screaming, I don't need a man, but I want one. Like I desire a man, but I don't need one. When in reality, we need each other because as humans, we're interdependent. So we we need each other. Like there's no there's no life without the two of us. There was a reason why when God made man, he made us right in behind him for him because we need each other. So it's like to to think that our older generation just got it right is really completely insane to me. You wouldn't want to do something different if they got it right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's a real thing. So obviously something was broken. And I know like some of y'all might love traditional stuff and might love the way that our ancestors did it back in the day. But again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So something was broke for us to have a whole generation of people now screaming to the top of their lungs that they don't need a man, but they want one. They don't need one, but they want one. So it's like, that, that like I can understand why there's such clash in there. Like it's just trauma. But where that where I think the conversation probably gets misconstrued is that I don't think people communicate, and it's probably some intelligent women that communicate the point effectively, you know. And I just ain't came across them. But for all of the people that I've ever seen that has had this conversation with. I don't need a man, but I want to, they only talk about financially and they never talk about anything else. And it's like, well, you need a, you need a man, like, like you need a man, especially if you want a family. And even if you don't want a family again, when God made man, he made us right in behind him. So there's something beautiful about the, the yin and the yang of a man and a woman that you need in your life, even you know, if you ever paid attention, let's be transparent. I think the reason why I have such mm, weird relationships with dudes now is because I've always lacked a masculine presence. So, you know, why like a lot of women have daddy issues or whatever the case may be is because there's no masculine presence. So you're going out into the world looking for that masculine presence. So it's like, we need that masculine presence. The only thing is, is that you'll do anything to get it sometimes. And that's where you probably will develop the trauma that maybe our grandparents had back in the day. But it's just like, we need it. It's, it's, it completes itself. Like they are very much complementary to what we got. A guy would have gave him a dude, but he gave him a woman. Like, so we need each other, but I think a lot of people, now that they're able to work and they knew that that was the main reason why their grandparents had to stay within, or their great greats or ancestors had to stay within a relationship was mostly financial. They immediately be like, I don't need one. And it's like, well, that's not the only thing you would have needed a man for. You need a man for protection. You need a man for provision. You need a man for family reasons, especially if you're having children, because you need a man to be a father. Like you need a man for stuff, even if you don't need him financially, which I think that you need him financially too, especially in this day's economy, you need all the money you can get, but <laughs> you definitely need a man financially as well. I think that you may not need him for your everyday life type of things. Like as we are 
working more and more black women are becoming entrepreneurs and women in general making their money. Yeah, you can pay for your your life day to day, but if you want that big house, if you want that nice car, if you want those things, I'm sure you don't want to work your whole life away just to get it. And what's better than one income? Two. And let these polyamorous people tell it. All of them. Like, <laughs> as many as we can get. <laughs> but it's like, we do need men. We very much so need men. But I think we don't need men in the way that our ancestors needed men. Because they were in survival mode, they needed them financially. They needed them so that they can make it to the next day. Because we're not in survival mode anymore. Well, some of us might be in survival mode. I'm not in survival mode. But some of y'all might be and I ain't mad at you. So do what you got to do, big dog. But for majority of America, well, no, because they it's poverty out there. But for some of America... <laughs> We don't, we're not in survival mode anymore. So you don't need a man for that, for survival purposes. Now you may need a man to come in and love on you the way that you need to be loved on. And if you want to know the best ways to do that, go check out my love language quiz and <laughs> episodes and all of those and go through them. And like, you know, it's a serious part. One, two, three. <laughs> and look and see. But take the, the quiz. Look and see what your love language is because now you need a man to do that. You need a man to actually do man shit and not just bring in money. Like, I think that men provide so many benefits that financial just to be like, oh, I don't need a man and you're only thinking financially is where the downfall is and where a lot of people lack communicating. Like, no, you may not need him to provide for you financially because you're able to provide that for yourself, but you need him in so many other ways that to only limit him to the wallet is the reason why these niggas keep coming out here and flashing money in front of y'all face and y'all keep falling for it. It's because y'all literally keep saying that you don't need a man because of money reasons and you don't have to depend on him for no money and all this other stuff. Boiling him only down to his money. Now he comes in only leading with money. It's a cycle. And I don't even think people really understand that their words really be doing that to people. Ain't that funny that you be like, oh, I don't need a man for his money. But that's the first thing that he flashed to you. The first thing. He don't say, hi, how you doing? He don't ask you <laughs> like nothing. He just, oh, I can I can pay for this for you. I can take you on a date. I can pay your rent. I can do all this other stuff. But you don't need a man for his money. Like, ain't that weird how that works? But y'all don't pay attention. I pay attention. But it's 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 crazy that when you say you don't need him for that, now that's the only thing he focuses on. Literally, the only thing he focuses on. But it's funny because y'all keep saying y'all don't need them for that. But then if a man ain't making, what, six figures or so, <laughs> y'all don't want them. So you either you do need them for that or I'm confused. Lack of communication is what this generation has. Or like they don't communicate effectively. So <laughs> it's all confusing. I can understand from the men's side why it's so confusing. Because if somebody telling me they don't need me for my money, what the hell I need to make six figures for? <laughs> but <laughs> that's another conversation for another day. But for real, like, if you, if you only boil people down to certain things, you're never going to get to any other part of them. Like, for me, I've never, money has been the furthest thing from my mind when I've talk to people completely the furthest thing from my mind because i'm really trying to build a connection i'm trying to be locked in i'm trying to i've always told myself that i try to be the person that i didn't have when i was younger so it's like i want to be that person to give my child two parents 
So I the money part is kind of like to the side. Of course, security is everything. And I ain't messed with no bums, but that's not at the top of my list of what I care about. I care about my children being in a stable two-parent household. So I need to know what your mind is like. I need to know like how we interact. I need those things to be at the top of the list of what I care about, not necessarily the amount of money that you're making. I can see that you are a hard worker and what you do when we're not together. I can see that you know how to go out there and get it by what you do even when we are together. I've always been around people who literally are always so busy working. But I didn't even care about the money. But I could see that they knew how to go out there and get the money because of me paying attention to them. But you have to value other parts of that guy for you to even get to the money. And being that, you know, they say that most guys don't get to their peak earning potential until they're maybe in their like 40s or 50s. Money should not be the, the top of your list. It should be work ethic, discipline, all of these things that you're not going to know off of a dollar amount. Scammers know how to make money real well, but if that bitch get caught, you ain't going to have no father in the house to raise your child if you have a child with them. So it's like, what does the, the dollar amount mean if the other characteristics don't make sense and align with what the, the dollar amount give you? Like, so it's like, those should be the things that we're needing is like great characteristics within a partner. I need somebody who knows how to go out there and get a yes, but I also need somebody who is emotionally intelligent or working towards being emotionally intelligent, who can kind of interact with other people and read the room so that they know how to respond when it's time to respond. Because a lot of y'all care about money and then get with these people who uh, suck at emotions. They so closed off, you don't even know what's going on inside their head. Or they let out so much that they make you confused. So it's like money should be the last thing that you're worried about. And for y'all to keep screaming that you don't need a man for it, that, that should be the last thing you're worried about. It should be all these other characteristics that you need him for so that you can have a, a new generation of children who are coming into a bit more healthy situations and creating human beings that can go off and do better things or do a little bit more. Because I think every generation is supposed to do a little bit more than the generation before them. That's the goal is for us to keep growing as a whole community and who we have children with. But if you're only looking for people for money-wise, but you end up having children with a whole trash-ass nigga, like, how does that even make sense? Like, it really don't. So it's like, it's really confusing. Like, when people do scream at the top of their lungs that they don't need a man, but they want a man, which I can understand why you would say you would want a man. Again, it's a desire. But not only, I feel like with those desires, that should come in the type of man, maybe aesthetically, but I still need a man that's going to treat me with respect. I still need a man that's going to be self-disciplined. I still need a man that is doing self-improvement. I still need a man that is working to become a better man every day. But now I desire you, what they say, six foot, six figures, six inches. Right. Those, those are the desires. And those are things that don't, they shouldn't trump your needs. Your desire should never trump your needs at all. And I think that the reason why we get that misconstrued is even for ourselves, we let our desires trump our needs all the time. Like me, I battle with not eating so much like outside because I'd be wanting to not have to cook. 
but I need to be cooking my own food so that I can keep track of what's going in and out of my body. Like, that's what I need to be doing. But my wants trump my needs more often than not. And if you pay attention to other parts of your life, you'll notice that your wants trump your needs, which is why you'll do that same thing when it comes to relationships or even jobs, not even just relationship, when it comes to jobs or maybe family, friends, whatever. Your, your wants usually trump your needs, which is why you don't ever get what you need. Because you care so much about the wants, what you desire. But the thing about desiring something is it's a feeling, so it's fleeting. So you may be desiring, like, I be, I was desiring this cake, and I got this cake maybe three weeks ago, and still ain't finished it. So it's like, oh, and then on the podcast, I had showed my little cake, but I was like, like I was desiring cake for three weeks, got it, and didn't even care to eat it. Like, so that's the thing about desiring something is it's very fleeting. So for you to be like, oh, I don't need a man, I want a man, that in my mind, or maybe how dudes think about it is like, damn, like, she want me today, but she ain't gonna want me tomorrow. Or she ain't gonna want me as soon as I get on her nerves. Or she ain't gonna want me. Like, and so it, it becomes like a thing to where we don't even realize that sometimes our words are the reason why they run away from us or why we push them away from us. But again, it's, it stems from that internalized trauma that you would have gotten from past generations to where now you are consistently pushing men away from you because of somebody else's trauma, which is why healing is such a beautiful thing. <laughs> y'all, y'all gotta heal. Even healing from other people's traumas, coming to the realization that what they went through is not my battle to fight. Now, if you go through that yourself, then now you can actually reflect and do introspection and figure out why was I in this situation in the first place. But when it's other people's trauma that you're trying to bring onto yourself so that you don't get hurt in the way that they got, like, there's no way to avoid that. So healing from that is going to be the best way to kind of move a little bit differently. Like, you can't hold on to what other people go through. It's going to make it hard. But if you keep spewing out stuff because of other people's experiences, that's going to keep pushing people away from you. So it's like, heal. Heal. Because we need each other. Like, I need, <laughs> I need a man. Man, wherever you at, I need you. Even if you in... TN. <laughs> and if you know what TN is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but even if you're there, I need you. And I'm going to hope that you need me too. But I don't ever really hear men say they don't need us. Or I'm going to hope that they don't say that. But if they are saying that, it's probably because of trauma. <laughs> and y'all done passed the trauma to them, so now they saying they don't need y'all too. It's a defense mechanism, and everybody over here just on defense. When's somebody going to get on the offense? I think that's another thing I noticed is, like, we're always on the defense. Like, you win games being on offense just as much as you win games by being on defense. Like, defense, they definitely can help you to win a game. Definitely, if you stopping the opposition from getting to, the, to wherever they need to go. But if offense don't ever put no points on the board which y'all gonna be tied <laughs> y'all gonna be zero zero like so like when somebody go play offense like we're always so defensive against each other and that's why we keep pushing each other away i need y'all come my way i'm a magnet come on over here attract but yeah, we need each other. And I think that we have to start communicating a bit more effectively. Yeah, 
if you're going to say, I don't need a man, say, I don't need a man for financial stability. And then say, but I do need a man for A, B, C, D, and E. But just to say, I don't need a man, that's going to make a man not want to come to you. And the thing is, is we all want to be needed. Honestly, the the best thing that I've, or I've been searching for, I ain't going to say I've been searching for in it, but the best thing I like to hear from people around me is them telling me why they like me in their life, why I'm in their life, like what they need from me while I'm in their life. Like that shit feels good to know that you're needed for this. So for you to say like, I don't need a man, well, then he's going to not feel good. And then like we learned two weeks ago, a lot of men are words of affirmation, people. Go check out two weeks ago. <laughs> but if you're constantly screaming, I don't need a man, and they're words of affirmation, people, then that's probably going to do this, knock them off their high horse or whatever the case may be. And then they're going to not ever come towards you because why? You don't need me. You don't need me. What, what am I here for? You don't need me. So it's like, we really, I ain't gonna say we, cause I ain't never said I ain't need no man. I might've said it maybe once or twice, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but I never said it in public to no man. I would never. But now maybe with friends, I might've said it here and there, maybe once or twice, but I, I would never say that ever again. Like I need menses. I think we all need each other. Again, that feminine and masculine, when it combines, baby, it do something to the world. So we need masculine energy. Even if it's not a, a boyfriend, a husband, or a companion, you still need masculine energy around you. Like, we all need that opposite. So if you're mostly feminine, you're going to need masculine energy. Or if you're a lot of masculine, you're going to need feminine feminine energy we just naturally attract each other because we need it that's the balance so I, I just wish that you know people would elaborate more on what they need and not just say they don't need men in general because that's not true that's a falsity now it may be some women out there that don't need a man and I'm sorry that you feel that way but um, I do, I do. <laughs> like I do, I do need one. And I know it's probably a whole bunch of women out around me that feel that exact same way. But now we don't need the disrespect. We don't need the, the no purpose driven. We don't need lazy. We don't need all of the bad characteristics. We don't need that. We don't need that. But we need those positive characteristics within a man. And again, those wants, that six foot. Like, my new thing was tall, bearded, and tatted. Something about it. It might be because, you know, my friend's tall, bearded, and tatted. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but that's been my thing. It's been on my spirit. I think it was God whispering in my ear. But it's been tall, bearded, and tatted. But that's a, that's a desire. That's not a need. And I would never let that desire trump what I need. If I can get what I need and somebody who's not tall, bearded, and tatted, I'm not going to just be like, oh, fuck that man because he's not tall, bearded, and tatted. Like, no. But now, if I get my tall, bearded, and tatted man, I'd be a-okay. But it's like, don't let your desires trump your needs ever. But yes, we need each other. We really do. And we definitely got to work on communicating a bit more effectively what we need. And I honestly, I need, I really need us to stop generalizing, y'all. I, I really think that a lot of the problems we have today is because we generalize so much. And I think that people forget that once you get in a relationship, you have to learn that person. Because that person is going to be different than any other person that you've ever had in your life completely different not even the same now they might have some some same kind of things just because male and females are the same but 
for the most part, they're different. And the reason why a lot of people are probably going in a relationship and fucking them up and stuff like that is because you think all women are alike or you think all men are alike. That all men cheat or all women are gold diggers and all those stereotypes and stuff. If I, I just be wanting to ask, like, if y'all don't like when white people say all black people are this, why the hell do y'all fix y'all lips up to say all women are this or all men are this or all black women this, all black men this? Like, y'all don't like when other races put us all into one category and say all black people are like this. So why did we get so comfortable generalizing women and men like this? Like, I really just want to know. And, and and if you know, leave a comment. And if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go to YouTube and leave a comment. But I genuinely want to know, like, why do we get in the habit of generalizing people when we don't like what other races do it to us? Like, we honestly hate stereotypes. And stereotypes are just kind of like those generalizations that kind of suck sometimes. But... We don't like when people give us stereotypes. So why do we think it was okay for us to go online and start generalizing a whole population of people because we feel some type of way? Do you know that the reason why your relationships went wrong is because you didn't get to know your people? Or more, let, like, let's be more specific. You didn't even get to know your damn self. So that's the reason why your relationships fell apart. Because had you known yourself, you probably would have, picked better and even if you didn't pick better you got to understand that humans are humans and we were put here to fuck up sometimes so they're gonna fuck up and that's something that we just can't avoid but the fact that we got online and start generalizing everybody it makes it so hard for people to genuinely go into a relationship and actually get to know the person that they're in front of if you're going on dates thinking that all women are just going to want you to pay for every single last date that you go on, you're, you're childish. Get to know your person. Maybe your woman likes for you to pay for everything. Maybe your woman will actually reach for the check. Maybe she'll actually pay for that check once you reach for it. But don't just assume that all women just want you to come out of pocket. Just like women... Don't assume all men just want to get you out your pants on the first date. Granted, we all want to have sex. I don't know why we make it seem like men are the only people that want to have sex. We all want to have sex. There's a reason why when women are cheating just as much as men and why women are just as free. Just like y'all want to have sex just as much as these men. We need to stop thinking all men want to have sex when y'all do too. And that's another conversation. I'm going off, y'all. I'm sorry. You know, when conversations are good, you got to just go where they going. But that's real shit, though. Like, we have to stop generalizing. Really do. And you need to take time to learn the person that's in front of you. The only way that you're going to have a long-lasting relationship is that you start learning the little things that make your, your person happy relationships that last over 20, 30, 40 years, they lasted that long because they knew each other. Whether it's the man knowing that the the woman likes, you know, for the, I don't know, for the for clothes to be folded once she come, like once he come home or something. I don't know, you know, little things. I can't even give you an example because I can't think of that off the top of my head. But you, if you know, you know. But it's those little things that you're not going to be able to generalize and say every woman likes to do that or every man likes to do that. So it's like start learning your person and then you might be okay. That's what you should say you want is I want to learn my person and I want somebody to learn me. I want somebody to pay attention to the little things that make me tick and I want to give them that same thing back in return. Those should be the things that you want. I want a long-lasting relationship where we actually pay attention to each other and not just think that the other one is like all of the other people on this earth. We're so individual. Even twins are their own people. The, the hetero, is it homozygous? Yeah, 
homozygous twins and for those who don't know what that word means inside it means the same so they're identical <laughs> but for the identical twins they're not even the same fucking people they're completely different people so if two people that say, share the same is it the same cell the same egg and then the sperm split them up i don't know how that works but for the people who share the exact same genetic DNA or whatever, they're individuals. So we got to stop generalizing people and actually take time to learn people, which is why, like, you know, once I build my community of shit talkers and everything, I would I would not want to give out any general information. I would want to have those one-on-one -on -one dialogues to where I actually get to know what's going on so that I can give you the best information possible because what one person what will work for one person will definitely not work for another person but in order to do that you got to know people but people just be throwing out everything like they swear they know all eight billion people on this planet earth and you don't we're all so different and the funny thing is and even in our differences we still are similar too like that's that's the crazy part. So what you think a gold digger may differ from like a church girl, they still got two of the same things. So it's just weird because it's like you just never know what is going to be the same, what's going to be different. So just learn the person in front of you. But yeah, women, please stop saying I don't want a man, I need a man. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't need a man, but I want a man. Yeah, stop saying that because... You need one, again, especially if you are, even if you're not Christian, I would imagine in every religion or in every practice, man was created and then woman was created right after. There was a reason why he created the two of us. He didn't create man and man. He didn't create woman and woman. He created man, then he created woman. So there's a yin and a yang of that that is so very important. So we all need it. Even if you're a lesbian or if you're gay or whatever the case may be, there's not too many gay people I know that don't have girl best friends or there's not too many lesbians I know that don't hang out with dudes. It's because we need the masculine and feminine energy. Wherever you're kind of feeling up, you need that. I noticed when I was in my masculine presence, or like they like to say women are masculine sometimes, I would always have more feminine dudes come into my life. But now I'm like more feminine, so now I get more masculine presence. So it's just like, and I ain't gonna say I'm more feminine, but you could definitely tell when you're in one bag versus the other by the people that are around you. But that's neither here nor there. If you pay attention to who's coming into your life, that's another way. Oh, real quick tip. That's another way to kind of uh, view where you are in your masculinity or femininity by the people that's around you. So if you notice that the people that's around you tend to be more feminine or more passive or more soft or whatever the case is, that, mean, that means you're in your masculine. And if you notice that they tend to be more masculine, then that means you're in your feminine. And that's just, and then if you're a man, of course, that's okay. You know, if you are in your masculine and you get more feminine people around you, that just means you're doing something right. And then if you're in your feminine and you get more masculine people around you, that just means that you're in your, you know, right, what is it, right energies. But then if you notice that, you know, if say if you're, if you are exhibiting the opposite, like if you're a man and you're more feminine and you have more masculine people coming around you, or if you're a woman and you're more masculine and you have more feminine people coming around you, that's a great way to gauge like where you are energy wise because your energy is gonna attract this compliment. It's never gonna attract like the same type of energy. Except for those people who tend to, I guess for those people who like run into those boss babes or whatever, I don't know, but it's it, our energies usually attract our compliment or the people that are supposed to be in our lives usually compliment our energies so that's a great way to kind of 
but that's just a little tip uh that i just thought of and hopefully it works i don't know <laughs> i just thought of it but it makes sense so but yeah ladies no more i don't want i don't need a man i want a man we're gonna say i don't need a man to blank 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 and then i need a man to blank 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 and then i also desire blank 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 that's what how we're how we should start communicating but I'm going to end this right here because if I don't, I'm probably going to start getting repetitive or get off track like I've been doing this whole video so, <laughs> or this whole podcast. So, you guys, that's going to be it for this week, week 13. Again, this is I don't need a man, but I want a man. But, um, yeah. So, next week, um, I'm going to be talking about how investing correlates to your life um because i was inspired by a friend in his book so we're gonna go over that uh next week and kind of read a little bit from his book kind of take it a little deeper because we like to go deep around here but that's what we're going to talk about is how does investing correlate to life because i was actually awakened right before I read his book. So it just meshed so well. So I wanted to pass the knowledge along. So that's all we'll be talking about next week. So this is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. <laughs> y'all don't mind my voice. I'm so silly. <laughs> but I'll see y'all next week, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Check me out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And then you can follow me on tiktok facebook instagram yes uh check y'all out next week uh see y'all then or tune in next week or whatever but bye